Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my co-host, Eman Bates, to the left of me today for a change. I know, pace. right. We switch it up <laughs> a little bit. Yep, that would be I, Eman Bates. Uh, I was my co-host to the right, Neil Richter. Yes, sir. Here for another episode, episode 28, I might add. 28. We're coming close to that dirty 30. Yes, sir. Oh, oh, we have to man. do something cool for the 30th. We huh? sh- I feel like we should have like... PBR or some shit for the 30th. <laughs> some kind of Just dirty, dirty 30, 30 pack. That's funny, man. I like that. Maybe we should do that. Or find like a Michigan like dirty 30 pack or something like that. I'm sure there's got to be one of them. makes from Michigan? Uh... I, I gotta do some research. I know. I know. There's gotta be some like Michigan like brewery that makes like 30, 30 30s. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely, there's gotta be some out there. Well, anyways, to start the show, that was a little bit of uh, uh, Amy Winehouse. You sent me flying, and the reason we kicked it off with that today was the other day kicked off. Well, it was International Women's Day, and I've been seeing on the interwebs that uh, people are turning it into like Women's Month, kind of like how last week, Man, or last month was Black History I, Month. I, I can, I'm be honest with you. you know, every time I think of International Women's Day, I instantly think of Deadpool. Every time, <laughs> and every time, <laughs> just that scene in Deadpool. Yeah, well, I, it's a horrible association to have with it, but it's but it's true. <laughs> well, we wanted to salute all the awesome women out there because there's tons of them in we the love world all of music that we're in, and tons of them in our life. And without them, we wouldn't be here anyway. Absolutely. We love all y'all. Glad <laughs> so shout out to all the women out there. Um, all the mothers, the daughters, the uh, the baby mamas. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, side chicks. Side chicks. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, man, how are you? How was your week? Uh, not too bad, man. Can't complain. Uh, you know, I started a new job, so a little bit you know, busy, Nice. What's but, that all about? Oh, sorry. I'm just uh, I'm working for Westside Beer, just doing some nice stuff, some little merchandising. So, so a little bit in the field, anyways. Yep. So that's nice, Can't dude. Complain. That's sweet. No, it's it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's a gig. 
I feel off, dude. I'm telling like, you, this daylight saving shit threw me man. off. <laughs> so let's, let's get this straight. So I was out with I was out some friends Saturday night, right? Uh-huh. I had to work at seven in the morning. I got home about like two after we dropped everybody off. What I did, I got a shower and then passed out in my work clothes, <laughs> yeah. and then woke up like at five, and then I was like. I thought I was like, oh man, I'm early, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm all, I'm on time because of daylight savings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, so it's the worst. Yeah, it sent me for a loop. I feel like I've just been like lazy and sleepy all day today. Um, but I don't know. We'll get we'll get back in the swing of things tomorrow. I'm just glad that I didn't have to go into work an hour early on Saturday. I'm glad it started on Sunday, That's not good. on Saturday. But um, hey, how's the week been treating you? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. No complaints here. Um, been. Busy working, doing a lot of work at my job, and then helping Dan out at uh, doing some painting gigs Word. and stuff. So it's been a tiring week, but that's all right. Making good money. I so. found out today that you know, like uh, Xbox Live has like a Spotify app. They do. Yes. Oh, wait, is that what you your post was from? Mm-hmm. That had from the Beats and Bruce post. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was literally playing Gears of War and listening to our podcast. From last <laughs> Hell week. yeah, dude, it's kind of dope. Like, yeah, I've been really happy with the last couple. I've listened to the last couple back and thought they were really good. I've gotten a lot of good feedback on the Honey Monsoon episode. Honey Monsoon was dope. Yeah, that one was super dope, man. I really like their music. I've been uh, showing some people their tunes. They're uh, they're on tour right now too. So. Oh, are they really yep. nice? Good for them. Um, and that that band that they were telling us about on the show Ila Bamba that um it's like half in Spanish half in English right um I think it's like a three-piece female band I've been listening to the shit out of that album it's really really good um I forget the name of it offhand right now but I'll send it to you it's really good uh she's got a really pretty voice you get that text I sent you the other day or yesterday by the way about tanking the bangas yeah what who, I, I'm not sure who taking the bangas was so it's like a green balloons thing someone else so no that's, that one band from, that's from that one band from uh New Orleans I, I never I was heard of you, them. They were actually on my like new music thing because I, okay. I was on my way to go see uh, uh fudge I forgot who I'm trying to see I'm trying to limit my swimming swearing guys <laughs> uh, I would appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> so I was on my way to go see somebody in Detroit and then my boy Miles from Dirty News like mm-hmm. he was telling me about tanking the bangers I started listening to him and everything like that and I was like I love their music yeah and then he tweeted me uh not tweeted me he in- DM me on Instagram like hey they swag jacking you bro I'm looking like what are you what are you talking about their album is called Green Balloons I saw it and, and like, the cover you bro, sent me was like even like is like the, it was in black and white almost, and there's like it's two it's green pretty balloons. much Close to exactly what I did. Yeah. And then the, their <laughs> tagline even was similar. It said like green the, with envy the, or something bro, like that. The, pr- the premise was the same. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Did you see what I uh what I what I um I put saw on your Instagram, Instagram post? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny how you're like well, you're like, at least they're a good band and I'm in good company with them. That's why I'm like looking that. like, yo, <laughs> hey, if, like, and, and I hope they listen to this one day. Like, legit. If like t- shout out to Tank and the Bangas, I actually love you guys. If Green Balloon starts tr- like trending. I want a shout out. <laughs> At least I don't want any money, any royalties, anything like that. Just give me a shout out, and I'm happy. Yeah, I thought that was funny, man. The green and envy. Like the- it's the same exact <laughs> premise, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Well, anyways, tonight on the show, it's just E-Man and I for a change of pace. No guests, no one else that we're interviewing. Yeah. So these ones are always kind of fun because you can, I, you and I can just bullshit a little bit and. Uh, Kind of do our thing, talk about a bunch of different stuff. Don't have to worry about any interview questions. Might be a little bit shorter than normal too. Just a heads up. Yeah, short ones are fun. Long ones are fun. I like them all, all shapes and sizes of our podcast. (laughs) But um, (laughs) and I think so. What we're gonna do this week is we're gonna um, we're not gonna do twenty one questions. We're gonna save that for when we have our next guest. Twenty one, twenty one. Because we have uh, some pretty solid talking points that I sure could take up some time tonight. But um. I guess before we get into something old and something new, 
we can uh, t- pour up these beers and E-Man can tell us what he got for us today. I wish I could do like the beer like... <laughs> Hold up. So, let me do this my, my own sound bite. So today here, we, today here we got uh, from over from our friends in Muskegon at Pigeon Hill Brewing, we have the MI Irish Stout, just to get in the spirit, you know, St. Patrick's Day coming up. Yeah. As like, for those, you know, that's seeing the camera angle, like you have the uh, little leprechaun on the cover there. I like it. Yeah, man. Uh, well, while say, you- If it's anything, it ain't like a normal stout should be. Should be have like that multi characteristic to it, but we'll find out soon enough, I guess. Nice. And when while you pour that, or while we pour these up in the spirit of um, Nash, International Women's Month, we're calling it. Um, I have a little clip of when Rhapsody was on uh, the Black Girls Rock Penny for Your Thoughts freestyle that I watched a little while ago. That's really good. So while we're pouring these up and giving it a taste, here's a little taste of Rhapsody performing Penny for Your Thoughts. Shout out to Jamla. Nina and Roberta, the one you love but ain't heard of, got my head up like cock after attempted murder. They failed to kill us, we still here. Woke up singing Shirley Murdoch as we lay these edges down. Brown women, we so perfect, went from in the field, but they still trying to crop us out the picture. But we all know who got the juice, my sisters, imitating us in all they Hollywood pictures. <laughs> I seen you, so I exalt in our realness that Good love, you feeling this blackness you can't buy with a million. We are one in a million. Motherly, protective, classy, introspective, God-fearing, cutthroat. The one they all respect is that queen in me. I got that gene in me from all the queens I see. Emitting that glow, you know. My mama, your mama, homegirls, sisters, Felicia's, Aretha's, Sicily's, Anita's, they know. Superwoman. Worker bee, career women that came home cooked and clean. It takes a strong woman to balance those things. Walking the fine line of life with no balance beams. All the while carrying child, we are the strongest human beings, queens. If you ever wondered what a wonder woman brings to the table, Solange said, take a seat. Where thrones repeat, repeat, repeat. That's how royalty eats together, sisterhood. We are better for the village. On top of Mount Zion, like Miss Hill is, shine. Black girls rock, shake, and rhyme. Penny for a thought, but we gave them dimes, because all my sisters fine. (laughs) Fine to the bone. Royalty upon the throne, we are queens. Thank you. That was a little bit of Rhapsody freestyling on BET, like we said. Uh, shout out to Rhapsody. That is probably, I mean, she she puts it really past calling it my favorite female rapper anymore. She's just one of my favorite rappers. She was <laughs> never just one of my favorite female rappers. <laughs> you know she I mean? was always she's like so good. one of my favorite rappers mm-hmm. of this generation. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, but man, why don't you tell us about this beer? This is pretty good. Dude. So it has like that, like kind of like that rich malt character, like I thought it was probably like Munich malt or something like that. And I can, I can look into it a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has like a real like smoky like like flavor to it. If you can taste that, mm-hmm. it's like a really rich. Uh, kind of like has like the same like kind of carbonation as like a like a regular darker style. I wouldn't say necessarily a Guinness. It has the coloration of a Guinness, but Guinness is always is a nitro. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's always a little bit smoother. This one's a little bit just more carbonated than that. Uh, 
Yeah, I like this beer though. I actually, if you follow me on Untapped, by the way, it's uh, Beats underscore and underscore Bruce. Uh, I actually just rated this beer myself. I gave nice. It, like the average is going about three and a half. I gave it about. A, I gave it a three point two five. Yeah, so I really like it, man. As as a guy that drinks mostly IPAs when I drink beer, you've got you've got me really. Uh kind of into stouts lately man because we've had a few it's the lately season. on the podcast yeah, and that's, and that's really, really what i'm trying to do like bring more stouts and like porters into the mm-hmm. game just because heavier beers in the cold is just way better because yeah. it has like that uh that like warmth to it yeah especially but your, yeah. your beer is on on tap now too right uh oh the, yeah the, the, the white russian mantle is on untapped by the way yeah uh, if you guys want to get at me uh you can tweet me at i hate man baits or at the beats and brews page i'll you know i can uh i can figure out a way to get some to you yeah, that's sweet. And I'm, uh, we tried to get the uh, video, by the way, last week up on uh, YouTube, but man, they are some sticklers about copyrights. Oh, did it go yeah, back it, up? Yeah, it went Sweet. back up. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was tough to get it up for a minute because they on YouTube they're sticklers about all the copyright. They shit. dinged us like instantly. <laughs> yeah. Let me make sure that real quick just before I put my foot in my mouth. I think we're up though. Yeah. Oh no, they did pull it again. Did they pull it again. They pull it again. Yeah. <laughs> man, it sucks. Sorry. Well, just, you're gonna have to go on kidding. Facebook for the video, but I mean. The whole gist of a podcast, honestly, is audio anyhow, but the live stream gets us good views on Facebook, but I'm not willing to sacrifice what, I, what we do here yeah. just to, to meet the standards of, of YouTube. Maybe if we're getting paid one day. Shout out to our uh, 11 subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? I think only one or two of our episodes are even up there, and they were like early yeah, ones. Yeah, it's, most, it it's mostly good. like my like travel stuff yeah. that's on there. but. But we're getting quite a bit on the other stuff. Our followers on the Apple Podcast. Oh God, yeah, on, we're doing really on, well. Yeah, there. And Spotify yeah. and SoundCloud. I get a lot. Of, it's funny too because uh, do you remember meeting Dixie last week, or was it two weeks ago before she went back? It was Nick's buddy that he oh, was yeah, taking yeah, the airport. Yeah, she's cool. She was telling, yeah, shout out to Dixie because she said she's turned a bunch of people out in Georgia onto our podcast where she's from. So I think that's pretty. Yeah, tight. dude. Like I only got to meet her like an hour, but she was probably she was she's so down to earth, man. She's thing, like hour, so yeah, shout out to her. She's really she's cool. like everyone's like. I feel like she acts like everyone's like mother, like not in like, not in like uh, bossing you around ways, and just like loves everyone. She also like- not only that, bro. <laughs> she was that was the first time in like at least over a decade that I saw a disposable camera. <laughs> yeah, bro. She oh was taking God. pictures. Like, all she was taking one picture with a disposable camera. I'm looking like, bro, I haven't seen one of these since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. like, this is so nostalgic right now. Like, yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, but anyways, should we move along to something old, something new? Something this week? old, something new. Wow, wow, wow. My computer was not All right. dying on me. Uh, let's see. Do you want me to start it off? You want to start it off? Doesn't matter. You can I go ahead. I think I started the something new off last week. We can start with something old. Yep. Uh, yeah, you can start it off with something old. Okay. This week's actually we just were listening to her. I decided to fitting in the theme. Uh, go with Layla's Wisdom by Rhapsody. Ah, um, I love that album. Black and Ugly is still my favorite oh song. Oh man, that Black and Ugly yeah. is so good with her and Anderson Pox on that track. Yeah, and oh man, that song's so good. Um, that album really blew me away, dude. When that came out, I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't know it was going to be. Dude, start to finish, that album was amazing. <laughs> it is really remember, amazing. Apparently, Kendrick actually told her like after that album, it was her time, and you know she yeah. did get the Grammy nod that year too. Yeah, so yep. shout out to her. Yeah, Layla's wisdom yeah, is Rhapsody, awesome. I love Rhapsody. Oh, uh, that's got like the greatest features. Got Bust on there. It's got. Q-Tip on there. It's got I me. Mean, Ninth Wonder did Kendrick. a lot of the production. Kendrick, Kendrick is on, on there. Anderson Pac is on there. Everyone that that I love hearing <laughs> featured on tracks is basically on there. Um, if you haven't gotten a chance to check that album out, what, was that 2017 that came out? 
I think sounds it was 17, about, right? Two, right. Two yeah, years that, old was, that was the oh, year 444 came out. So that, that makes me think that's that... That's not even really... Oh, I wouldn't even put that in the old yeah, category Yeah, no, it's, it's me, not... Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's just it's a like, couple years old. It's a great album, but... Um, yeah. That makes me hopeful that maybe she would have probably a new one coming soon, I would bet, right? They did the Jamla album. They did the Jamla thing, and so, she yeah. had quite a few features It was sound about right. But, um... Yeah, I bet you she will. That'd be awesome if she drops this one or drops one this year. Um, but yeah, that was my something old. What you got? Let's take it back to 1998. Oh, sorry, 1988. Oh, apologize. Shit. 1988. We're going classic hip hop here. Big Daddy Kane, oh, long nice. live the Kane. Bro. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So That's awesome. I actually, I've never listened to Big Daddy Kane up until this week. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, I heard like songs here and there, but I never really sat down and like, man, I want to listen to some Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> I never had that moment until this week, and I was like, bro. Yeah, dude, his absolutely. music still rings off. You know how like sometimes you I can listen, listen to some to, of the older uh, hip hop and it sounds dated. Like, ain't no half stepping, man. Oh, oh man, my god, so yeah, the dude. So, <laughs> so that good. dude's music like definitely has survived the times. I feel like. Yeah, I yeah. agree, and he's one of the uh, one of the forefathers of the hip hop shit because he was one of the first dudes that like when it started to transition from being about the DJ into the MC. Yeah. Big Daddy King was one the of the word first smith, like spitters, as they you know would what say. I mean? Yeah. Um, which is cool too, because I got tickets to go see uh, Eric B and Rakim, which is another Rakim's another one of like the early spitters that people held in high regards in like the late '80s to the early '90s era, where a lot of people from that era still consider him the god MC. So I'm going to see them at St Andrews, uh, nice in a couple weeks or next month. So that's going to be pretty tight. Did you see uh, the Detroit Symphony Orchestra is doing Queen? No, nice. yeah, that's awesome. I actually just announced that today. Speaking of the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, Rob and I last oh, yeah. Tuesday went out and saw the Nas? Nas and the Detroit Symphony How Orchestra. Was that? Holy shit, bro. It was amazing. Um actually, you know what? I'll pull up. I have just like a minute long clip that I so I only had my phone out for 1 minute of the whole show because it was just like too encapsulating to want to like be sitting there on your phone while you got uh, like a 50-piece orchestra and Nas, and Nas had his own band there too. So like not only was it the orchestra, dope. but he had his DJ, his own drummer, like his own bass player and guitar player. And they did um, Illmatic, it's an, Illmatic in its entirety. And then once that was over, the orchestra left, his band stayed, and then they rocked for like another hour and did like If I Ruled the World. They did like some if tracks from, oh man, it was awesome. They did a bunch of shit from Godson, Stillmatic. I mean, it was Jesus, great. Man. But um, hold on, let me play. Let me pull it up. I have a little clip from it. Um, this is from the show. Yeah, that was a little bit of the Nas show. I only, yeah, like I said, I only had my phone out for a minute of it because it was too, uh, too good to want to keep recording. Um, but man, I've never been to the Fisher Theater before. Have you? No, actually. Man, that is a beautiful venue, dude. It is set up perfect for a concert. And 
the prices for alcohol were so much more reasonable than a regular place. Oh my god. Two hearted was six dollars. That's that's average. That's actually. average. That's yeah. like a bar price. <laughs> I was expecting like this is a fancy theater, it's gonna be like jacked up prices. It's gonna be like some uh some some uh, Comerica Park prices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so it was only six dollars, and I think what after after that they had run out of two hearted. So I got us um, a Maker's Mark and Coke, and that was only eight dollars. And Maker's Mark is top shelf bourbon, so Whew. that was good. It was a great time, man. Great experience. And shout out to Rob because Rob was the one that secured the tickets and everything and drove. So that was a really awesome time. I've been to so many goddamn fun shows with that dude. So another great show in the books for me and Owens. Dope, dope. Um, but yeah, moving along to something new this week. Um, I actually went with a smaller band um, that I'm a really have bi- become a really big fan of over the years. They're called After Funk. They are from Toronto, I believe, from Canada. Um, I saw them on a tiny, tiny stage at Electric Forest about three or four years ago during the middle of the day, and the sound guy completely fucked up their set. But I loved what they like had to offer. I loved the music before the before the guy fucked up the sound. I loved what they had to offer, and I was like, "Man, this is a band I'm going to follow once I get back home." Dope. And um, they ended up playing a show where they're opening up uh, a show for Aqueous at um, at some little tiny bar in Cleveland, Ohio. And JD and I drove down just to see them open up in this tiny bar, and it was sweet, man. They were like blown. We talked to them in their tour bus, like out by their tour bus after the show. And they were like, you guys drove from Detroit to Cleveland for this oh, shit? Man. Like, we're literally <laughs> opening up at this small-ass little bar. I'm like, hell yeah, man. He's like, well, you guys better come inside then. We owe you some shots of tequila. That's we went inside. Up, we were ripping hell shots yeah. of them and everything. But um, they have a new album out called uh, Santa Barbara, and it is awesome, man. These guys, I, I feel like the lead singer, Yannick, is kind of like the second coming of Stevie Wonder, bro. His voice is so good. He can play the keytar like it's going out of the keytar, so, dude. He busts out the keytar on stage and he's so good at it. And the band and the music is so funky. So shout out to After Funk. I'm a huge, huge fan of you guys. Um, keep doing that shit, and hopefully you guys come to Detroit. I know they've been to like Lansing a couple times, but I think that's as far tour in Michigan they've gotten so far. But uh, yeah, that was what I had for something new this I week. I listen to quite a bit of new music. Actually, in the past like forty eight hours. Yeah. So I'm talk. I'm not. I'm only gonna talk about one, but I'm gonna mention the rest of them. Uh, Tech Nine put out an EP. I saw that. I didn't get to re- EP. listen to it yet. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, four songs. So oh, Tech right Nine on. Yeah, thing. yeah sure. I can't really get a full evaluation on it, but you know, t- t- you know, Tech Nine usually delivers, mm-hmm. so it was mm-hmm. good. Uh, I listened to this one called Psychodrama by Dave. Never heard. Of uh, that, he's dude. a British dude. Okay. Yeah. Or English. Oh, you know shit. what? I saw. Is that like? Is there? Is it kind of like a trippy album? Or he's like it was on fire. His yeah. face on fire. Yeah. This was actually too. fire, dude. I lo- like <laughs> <laughs> metaphor- the fire metaphorically the and literally. Yeah. It, this was actually kind of dope. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Gerstoffelstein, I listened to, which is like a techno group, which is like a techno artist. Uh, he has a song with the Weekend and Pharrell on this album. Interesting. He's How actually. Was that? It was really good. And then. What's the and then the one I do want to talk about. Was T Pain's album One Up? Oh, how was it? I didn't get her to listen to it. Yet. I love it. I heard the first like I, the opening track is real strong. I love it. Like it was probably the best T Pain project I heard actually ever for T Pain. To be and honest with he, you, he unleashed the vault. Though. Like what was that last year when he put out that like three disc album or whatever? Yeah. So he's already back with another one. T Pain's probably the best consistent. Pro- and you know he you know he won a uh, what was it? 
uh, the mass singer. The mass singer, yeah. yeah. So shout out to him. He actually timed that out perfect for me. I think it's so, mind yeah. blowing how good T Pain can sing without the auto tune device. Like when did you see that Tiny Desk concert that he was on? Yes, yes, oh I did. Oh my god, dude, it's unbelievable. Like I'm like, oh shit, wait, you can sing this well without it? Like why? Why are you always using it? But he is kind of like a master of the auto tune because I, I I watched an interview with him talking about the auto tune, and when he first started getting into that, he like met with the guy that. Um, invented the auto-tune machine and like wanted to learn every single thing about it and how to use it and how to like make it work well for you. And he said he often was complaining in the interview about how misused it gets used. He made a pro- he made a career hip-hop. off of it. So oh, it was for like sure yeah, that's, for and sure that's what he, he actually talked about it on the Mass Singer. He goes like, you know, you guys can hear my actual voice, but I, you know, throughout my career, I never really had a chance to use my actual voice because mm-hmm. everybody wanted to auto-tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on this album, he has features from uh, Tory Lanez, Little Boots, or Bootsy Badass. Now I can't say yeah. Little Bootsy. I always like calling him Little Boozy too. <laughs> Prophet De Niro, OG Genesis, Flip De Niro, Russ, and Little Wayne. Nice. That's yeah. how. Uh, I want highlight on the one with him and Tory Lanez. Get your roll on. Yeah. That's probably my favorite song on the project. Nice. Yeah. In uh, Tory Lanez about to go out. They're supposed to be like a co-headlining tour with him and Drake or something. like I that. I believe so. Heading yeah. On the road soon. I do have a major album announcement, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, that just came out. That just came light today. Give it to me. Uh, Flatbush Zombies, Pro Era, and the Underachievers. I saw that collab album. What was it called again? It's like I a forgot. Beast Coast or something. Yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, 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 Beast Coast. Yeah, yeah that looks crazy, yeah, bro. That, that's a crazy lineup. I had a yeah. feeling something was coming with that because there's been um, like a lot of festival dates pos- popping up, you know, and all the headlines have been coming or all the um, lineups have been coming out, and there's been on a few of them where it's like Flatbush Zombies and Joey Badass. Or like a mixture of like the pro era guys and the Flatbush Zombie guys like collaborating and working together. So that's gonna be awesome, bro. Yeah. That's, that's like oh, yeah. that's three of my favorite collectives that are like kind of still on the underground side of hip hop. Um, Joey Badass is a little bit more well uh, known now. I think a little bit more well received, but the other guys are still pretty pretty local to Brooklyn and the New York areas. But yeah, that's pretty sweet, man. Um, but that's funny that we were just, since we were mentioning Drake. That's a good segue into the topic I wanted to bring up. Okay. So I hadn't, I, I honestly haven't been listening to much Drake as of lately, but um, in my car I still have a five CD disc changer because <laughs> I haven't gotten uh, the new CD system or the new um, stereo system hooked up so I can hook up my phone. So I was just going through, I was going to drive uh, Ashley back to her apartment today and I was like, well, let me go grab some CDs to throw in the car for the ride. Yeah, I saw your Instagram <laughs> post when I think about it. <laughs> and I grabbed Thank Me Later by Drake and I hadn't listened to that album and, and it's going on 10 years old now, like nine or 10 years old. And I hadn't listened to it in probably like three or four years and man, that made me feel like he does have a classic album. Because Thank Me Later is too. good. I would say Take Care is another classic album. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, Take Care is absolutely a classic album. But Yeah, I agree with you. But <laughs> see, the, and the reason I wanted to bring it up, though, is because I think, and I've seen it on a lot of like the uh, morning shows, and like you, you'll, it gets brought up occasionally on Budden's podcast or State of the Culture, where a lot of DJs will say Drake is awesome, and obviously he's one of the biggest rappers ever, but he doesn't have a classic album yet, and he's still waiting on his classic album. And when I listen to Thank You or thank me later today, I was like, nope, they're totally wrong. This is definitely a classic album. Every song on that whole album is so good. Um, that was like the Drake era that I was super into. And and I, I liked, that was like the perfect balance when he was, I feel like he was most himself then. Now instead he like always kind of like tries to bring in whatever sound is the most popular in hip hop at the time. You know what I mean? Right. But uh, yeah, I think, 
I think that he definitely has a classic element. If you say take care, I think take care as well. That is a great one, man. Um, but so far gone, I, I, even so far gone is pretty fucking phenomenal. So far gone, yeah, <laughs> that's up there too for me. But I guess that's still kind of considered a mixtape or whatever. But that's, uh, I think it's a great album. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the whole uh, Kanye West thing with this publishing company that's going on. Yeah, what's what what it, can you explain that a little bit? So I'm- Kanye West is trying to get you know his all his publishing rights and everything like that you know for his music. Uh-huh. So he's. What he was trying to do is actually sue EMI, which is a publishing company, to kind of get out the, see if he can get out the deal. Yeah. There's a clause in his contract that states that Kanye West can can actually not retire from music. Like mm-hmm. he has not, he can't retire from, from production, from performing music, from making music, from anything like mm-hmm. that. Do it. It's like a, I think it's like a seven or eight year period or something like that. He can't. Re- he actually can't retire from music. That's so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy as fuck. How did he get, like, I don't understand how he got into that kind of contract. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, how did he, like, did you not have, did you not read it? <laughs> like, I, dude, I have no idea. <laughs> that makes no Your sense guess to me. is as good as mine, to be honest, on how he even got in that contract. So, as of right now, they're actually, EMI uh, Publishing is actually suing Kanye West right now. That's crazy. Yeah. Didn't he just, I saw something good that Kanye did. Didn't he just don- donate, like, a million dollars to some, like, uh, Chicago school or some shit like that? Sounds about right. I thought yeah. I just saw that. And then I also saw that picture. Uh, I think Chance the Rapper got married yesterday. Yes, he did. And I saw a long time fiance. Oh man, those pictures were hilarious. All right, so people on the internet make me laugh so hard, dude. It was like talking about his girl. No, it was a picture oh. of him and Dave Chappelle and Kanye and his father, and then someone else was in the picture. And the caption said, "My mentors." And then I was reading oh, the comments. Oh, Dave Chappelle was in that. Yeah, yeah. I read the comments. And, and well, first of all, Kanye West has got like a black short sleeve oh yeah he's not dressed shirt. nearly for a wedding at all <laughs> and, in this photo and uh someone in the comments goes not to, not to throw any shade at your wedding but kanye looks like he's bartending your wedding not attending the wedding i was like man oh, boy. that's hilarious <laughs> kanye west is 0 for 2 on the uh dress it up for weddings because like what was the last one he was in that two chains where he had oh, the, yeah. the super tiny easy slides on sounds about oh god yeah, yeah, yeah. i forgot about that one <laughs> so that was, shit was hilarious um <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Chance for getting married though. That's pretty awesome. Uh, I was looking at some of those pictures. It was he had no uh, hat on in the picture. And I almost ex- expected him to get married in like one of those three hats. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyhow, moving along. Did you get to part two of the Michael Jackson? I watched part of it. I couldn't. I couldn't finish. Bro, it, I man. only watched part of it too, man. I couldn't finish it. I'm I couldn't either, man. It was just so hard to watch at one point. All right. Well, first of all, I don't want it because we've we've defended Mike on this show quite a bit, I'll still and, and Mike. I still defend Mike. Um, but that's not to say that I don't. I'm not here for people that are victims of this kind of thing. But I'm just not. I guess what it really boils down to for me is I'm not ready to throw the dude out of the window for just basically what I consider. No, his I don't hearsay. like how. You know what I mean? like, so two major things that happened, by the way. There's a lot of radio stations that actually pulled Michael Jackson's music over mm-hmm. this thing. But the big thing is the Simpsons actually pulled that episode of, uh, with Michael Jackson and the too. voice. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Yeah. Out of all the shit Michael Jackson has done his whole career, <laughs> out of all the good he's done, y'all ready to pull like over an interview that's coming out from two guys that you know that has no facts based on whatsoever. No, by the way, it really is an HBO documentary. This man's been dead for what, like Michael Jackson, well, like almost ten years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just not ready to throw my th- no. throw it out the window for. What is just an interview? I mean, it's it's just an interview set to sad piano music with extreme close-up angles, 
And, and that dude is that dude is creepy as fuck. Their word the over someone else's oh, word. What's, is really uh, what's, it is. what's the? I mean, Mike, Michael Jackson's not here to defend himself, obviously. Yeah, no, that sucks too. Yeah. Um, and they were saying something about like in 1993, Latoya Jackson actually said that her. Th- yeah. This is what bothers me. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that actually yeah. because that's total bullshit. By the way, I'm reading that. So I've talked about it on the podcast how I'm reading that book called Unmasked, which is about uh, Michael Jackson and all of this, the sexual molestation charges and all that. And Latoya Jackson did that interview at the time when she was dating this dude that was beating the shit out of her. This is all in the book. Um, this dude was beating the shit out of her and put her up to it and said if she didn't do this interview, he was going to fucking kill her. And that all came out after. Like, she redacted the statements that she made in that interview after she left her husband and said that he told everyone that he was going to kill her if he didn't do that. And it's flipping crazy. So, dude, and there's there's been a couple other of the, the instances where I've been reading about old uh, interviews getting resurfaced where that were already proved to be a lie, too. One was with... um. One of the maids that worked at Neverland Ranch who went on like hard copy or something back in the day and said she saw him in the bathtub like fondling a little boy. And then uh, years later came out, she said that she lied and made that up because she got paid by hard copy. So it's like they're, they're resurfacing the shit that's already been proven to be false. So right. I don't know. I feel I feel weird about it. Um, I'm, I'm sympathetic to people that are victims, but... I mean, I think we also reserve the right to form our own yeah, opinions. Yeah, fuck on them. It, you know I'm sorry. I mean? I'm gonna just flat out <laughs> say it. Like <laughs> Michael Jackson didn't do that shit. I hope not. I mean, we've we've definitely covered on here though that the the sleeping, or the sleepovers, and the hangouts with fucking young kids is wildly inappropriate. Wildly inappropriate on his part and on the parents' part. Mostly on the parents for letting your fucking kids sleep at a 35 year old man's house and they're when they're like seven to 13 years old. It's fucking super weird. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's I couldn't even, you know what? I stopped watching like halfway through the second episode because they dragged the shit out of that. That four-hour documentary could have been like an hour. They just, they just, it was just like they reiterated the same things over and Man. over and over with sad music. So. Uh, in sports news, though, have okay. you seen the Lions kind of went ape shit in free agency today? Uh, didn't they? I keep. I was listening to ninety-seven-one on the way over here. They were talking about someone bringing flowers. Up- of Trey Flowers, oh, Trey yeah, Flowers okay. from the Patriots, also okay. also on also on the Patriots. Okay, uh, five year deal with him. They picked up uh, Jesse James from the from the Steelers, uh-huh. and they picked up uh, Justin Coleman as well too. And uh, he's a nickel safe. He's a nickel. Okay, and and Flowers already played under Patricia, right? Yeah, he so was from he, the Patriots. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah defensive coordinator. He was a defensive coordinator when he, you know, he was on the defense when he was on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Now bringing him over to the Lions too. And the Lions always had that relationship with uh, the Patriots though. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's no surprise there. I mean, I remember, like, was it two years ago, they were they were eyeing to get Gronk, but Gronk was threatening to retire if he went yeah. to the Lions. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. You don't want that kind of energy coming Oh, in. it was either two years ago or last year, maybe, but yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, it's kind of nice to get a little bit of good Detroit sports news because it's been so. No, damn are you kidding here. me? The what? Lions are. I mean, the Pistons are six seed right now. Well, yeah, no, the Pistons. <laughs> the Pistons are kind of tearing it up, but the like Pistons, it's been. Like, they won last the last like ten or twelve games. Did they really? Yeah. I kind of stopped paying attention when they went on the, uh, bro, the downfall. Bro, the Pistons are on <laughs> fire, bro. <laughs> Shout well, out good. Detroit basketball. <laughs> Shout out to the Pistons, bro. Yeah, I mean, um, I think they're probably has put up some sick numbers this I year. I think they're projected. To, don't I mean? I'm, I might be wrong on this. I think they're projected to play like the uh, the Raptors probably first round, mm. which will sound about right. So hopefully, you know, the Raptors. Hopefully, they choke like normal. But I like Kawhi Leonard, but still nice. If I, I got to put one team over the other, I'm gonna yeah. have to uh, <laughs> chime back into that because. It is fun to watch Blake Griffin. He tears it up. Oh, man. 
Yeah. What is his contract? Does he make a shitload of money? What's, he, what's Rob, his contract? Like? High, between crazy. him and uh, Andre Drummond, probably the highest play players on the team. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Actually, talking about big money. So I was listening to NPR the other day, and they had a breakdown. They had like one of the pers- uh, people that uh, works for Forbes magazine in there. Right. And you know how they, like, uh, what was it, last year when they said Kylie Jenner was on track to become the first self-made, I have air quotes going, self-made. She is now. She (laughs) just hit it. That's why. Um, Self-made billionaire. Um, And they broke down their ranking system from, they have like a 1 to 10 ranking system on what they consider self-made. 10 being like came from nothing to becoming a billionaire. And they said someone like Oprah is a 10. And How about Bezos or somebody like but that? But this is what fucked me up, all right? So Oprah's a 10, right? She right. came from nothing, like literally nothing. She was poor as shit and worked her way up to being one of the most iconic people ever. They have her as a 10 on that scale, and they have Kylie Jenner as a 7. How does that make any goddamn sense? She is not, and in my opinion, she's not self-made at all. I don't think she's necessarily <laughs> like, self-made. Because, like, there's literally, her name was already a brand before any of this, like, makeup line or anything. I don't any think she's necessarily self-made. I do, I do give rich. her credit, but, I, you know, I give her credit, but right. I don't think she's necessarily self-made. Like that's that. what I'm saying. That's almost like, like, I hate to say this, but almost like that's almost like Drake to me when he says they're like self-made. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're already kind of like you know sort of famous because of the grass you know. Yeah, but there. I mean that could I love Drake. Don't get me wrong. I mean that, but, yeah. that that's still considered self-made. Though, he I got himself there. that, or you might even have like a more actually could help him because he might have more of a stigma in his back because he was coming off a true a drama show and true. That, but but like Kylie yeah, like, Jenner, like I she don't, already, like, I don't that show know, that Kardashian show was already well famous, like well on its way to being the most popular shit ever. When she was a little kid, so like I give by the time her, I give her, co- I give her a credit. I'm not gonna lie I really to you. Don't, bro. I think I don't, it's so I don't think it's. I don't, I don't think, think she's necessarily. I don't think she's necessarily. I think seven is way too high. Don't get mm, me wrong, but I yeah. do give her credit. Yeah. If I had, if I had the Kardashian last name, I could put out a T-shirt line right now that would blow the fuck up because. It's got the Kardashian name on it. That's, you ever seen an episode of uh, Boondocks with the Kardashian Kardashian? No, was that she was like one sixteenth Kardashian, and she got her. <laughs> they gave her a TV show. Turns out, turns out it was fake, by the way. But still, when are they going to give the one? What was the one dude? Scott Disick. They should give him his own show. That dude was fucking hilarious. The one like the boyfriend of uh, the oldest Kardashian. Yeah, he, he was like he a total like a alcoholic. Big, I say he had a big alcohol problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he but he was now. hilarious on that show. I watched like. A couple episodes where if he was you, just wild. If you lose that ass, we all lose our checks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. Anyways, moving along, um, I wanted to talk briefly about that. Have you heard that song with Cardi B and Offset, uh, Offset's new project? Yeah. Clout? Dude. Yeah. Dude, I think she has the best verse on that whole album. It's outstanding, bro. Let me see. Let me pull this thing up. It's outstanding. Um, she kills it on this song. Offset. Just for you, uh, for your live viewers out there, that's going off the video. I <laughs> slipped up and forgot to bring my charger today. Oh, you so, can use mine, dude. I'm not even using. I don't my know if mine's gonna right fit yours. I think it's the same. I don't think so. Let's see. Here you go. Oh shit. Bumbo. It's empty, anyways. All right, we gotta do a little there rearranging here. It should. It's. I think it's the same charger. I don't think so, bro. No, it's not. Ah, that sucks. Oh well. Yeah. How much battery? How much juice you got? Eleven. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so yeah. That's so just in case, we might cut out the video aspect, <laughs> but you know you can always do the audio. Um, I hate breaking the fourth wall right there, but yeah. Let me pull <laughs> this up real quick. Um, Cardi, like I gotta give her a lot of credit, dude. From someone that came from, like we talk about her pretty often on here. Someone that came from love and hip hop, 
to like where she's at now. Like her skill set is getting good, man. Yeah, like she's really she's working better, hard dude. at the rapping, and I think she sounds better than Offset does on this shit. Um, let me see, Cardi B. Gotta find your Instagram real quick. Here's a little bit of her. That's pretty hard, man. <laughs> I like Cardi. Shout man. out to our engineer over today. He just kind of saved it a little bit. Yeah, you got a little charger now. Nice. A little bit of battery. That's tight. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan, bro. I, I, but I actually do like that Offset album. But I think she has the best verse on it still. I don't think I'm off base by saying that either. Um, but anyway, since we're playing little clips of music, do you want to? Um, we were talking about playing the Anderson Park and the Yellow Wolf. For before we do anything, okay. going forward. The eighth anniversary of Best Day Ever is today. Oh yeah, Mac Miller's Best yes, Day Ever. Nice. Mac Miller's Best Day Ever. That's pretty sweet. Um, was that his very first thing? Or no, what was God the, no. What was the very first thing he did? Oh, uh, the High Life, I think. Oh and man. And then I don't even the very that first one. thing that like went like mainstream. Well, not mainstream, but like got big was probably Kids. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah that was. I like Kids. Um, okay. Um. Anyways, what was the freestyle that you were telling me about that Yellow Wolf had out that we were gonna watch? On here and play a little bit of E-Man. Uh, it was called Bloody Sunday by Yellow, Yellow Wolf. Yellow Wolf Bloody Sunday. We got two freestyles so we want to play on the show. he comes at Post Malone, G-Eazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> a couple other people and potentially MGK. All right. Well, without further ado then, we're, we're just going to let this one ride out since it's a freestyle. We can play that we shit got, on here I got battery now too. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're good. <laughs> so here is a little bit of Yellow Wolf's Bloody Sunday, which I haven't even heard yet. So this is going to be my first time as well. He also has an album announcement, uh, Trunk Music 3. Like 
the sons of Montford did. Lame, I'm all the way up. Go turn. You think you flame, you all the way suck. Choke, burn. Bitch, I'm on fire like holiday nuts. Holding firm. You want the dough, I'm all the way buck. You'll learn. Hop in the back seat, bitch, hip hop is news, and you can use a new one like a student pupil. I'm a teacher, reach your hand for the ruler. I'm a bruise your ego, abuse it, move into the hall against the wall, stupid. Who's the man? Who's the tutor? Let us fly until they dare to cry. The police are saying now, who's the shooter? Here I go with a trench coat and a black right bow. Ten toes down, up like a light pole. Middle finger up like a black rhino's. Born, I was born for the storm. I'm at home in a shit cyclone. Never let bygones be bygones. Brother, I'll say, say you let out of your bitch. Rapper, no pieces, just bygones. Never thought the culture that I loved would be this sleazy. These videos all look alike. No wonder they can't see me. Is this the guy that said he was the hottest white boy since the one with dyed blonde hair? What the fuck? Hold up, G. Easy. I can't let this Tom Cruise looking motherfucker just paddle by. Don't know if I'm watching Vanilla Ice or Vanilla Sky. Marshall Mathers may have ignored you, but if you want the smoke, bring the foil. I'll boil you till the kettle's dry. Have a nice day, Suave. I'm a different breed, I'm a wolf, okay? Got so many styles, I can be your wardrobe. Boy, soul in the boy flows, it's a MoJ. Board in the past with your buttermilk pancakes. Mama's in the helper, daddy's in the bay. With the Bay Bay kids in my Chevrolet. Bought the pepper spray and a banana for AKs. Bitch, I'm a May Day, May Day. And take it to the bank, it's another payday. Oh, you a baller, well, take the ball and let me hear you kick that shit, Pele. The nerve of the shit they say. I'm permanently amazed. And your whiskey sucks, fuck a one sip. I wanted to go straight back to AA. Else. I would just post Malone, but he don't even rap. Fuck it, fuck post Malone just because to see if he answers back. All that chain stitching from Chill Bill and the cowboy boots and hats. Damn, Posty, can't we be friends? Our clothes already match. Poser, biter, appropriation thief. Give a fuck how many records you sold. Every fan you made is a leaf off of my tree. Boy, you're my seed. Another mother in the game with the teeth I see. I just picked the bone with post Malone and did it all on the B side beat. Dribble through the middle up, cross over on him like I'm in the NBA. Look, I don't really give a fuck. Tell me what or why I gotta lose anyway. Steal my bed in a pickup, throw a middle thing out the window when I wave. Trump music three, bro. You gon' know how I feel about MGK. <laughs> Beethoven is rolling over in his grave, cause I'm a conductor and a condo with a musical energy, electrical waves. Prodigy of an anomaly shady. Bumping daily, something crazy. Someone save me, nothing made me something, baby. No Trump music three. Oh man, I love this. This is his first project since uh, since he left Shady too. Is he not on Shady anymore? No, he left oh, Shady. Man. Yeah, he had a whole label dispute with him, with, Inter with uh, Interscope. So. Oh, did he? Yeah, man, that makes me excited though. That shit was awesome. That yeah. is the Yellow Wolf that I love. I'm like, oh, he had that, that cold excited, country dude. kick for a while. <laughs> oh <laughs> okay. man, yeah, that is the rapping ass Yellow Wolf that I love. Like, I I was getting a little annoyed with like the the slow American like. I'm playing acoustic guitars and wearing cowboy hats and shit. And like, I was like, all right, I don't know where he's going. He's like going the kid rock route, but he needs to dial it back in because he's <laughs> such a good fucking rapper. Oh man, that got me excited. I'm gonna watch that like five more times. <laughs> that was shit was sweet. I want to um, know who the other uh, white boy from Gaston he was yeah, talking I was, about. I, I was, sure I was, was looking that up earlier, and I was like, who is this person? <laughs> Type in white rappers from Gaston. I already already, already did it. it. The only one, only one that came up was Yellow Wolf. 
That's crazy. I wonder who the fuck no, he's talking I'll, about. I'll, that's the very first thing There's I was looking at. Someone local that he knows or something that's been talking shit or something. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I loved that. Um, well, switching gears, that one was super intense, but we wanted to play a couple freestyles on here. Actually, this will be the third one because we played Rhapsody on here too today. Got a little freestyle on the podcast for episode 28. Freestyle on um, the podcast. But my main man, it's, it's a lot more chill vibe. My main man, Anderson Pac, was on Funk Flex the other day um, to drop in for a little freestyle. And it was great, man. Um, even when Juanito is the uh, the DJ is kind of like not doing a great job with playing a beat, he's just playing like the same like he Lil DJ, Wayne. He loop. DJ man on it. He even kind of like <laughs> he even kind of makes fun of him like as he's freestyling. It's fucking right. hilarious. Um, here's Anderson. Pa- oh, by the way, and Ander- oh yeah, we already talked about it on the last one. Anderson Pac, new album coming, new uh, tour coming. That's yeah, gonna be with, the shit. Uh, with Jesse Reyes and Thundercat. Yep, that's gonna be. Oh, that's that's gonna be so great, dude. We gotta get tickets to that. Oh yeah, I don't oh, think that's, oh, that's, though, that's at uh, Meadowbrook. So yeah, we got plenty of time out. to get that shit. That's not selling out, but. Um, yeah, hopefully it sells off for his. Yeah, I think maybe it might. He's getting pretty big. But anyways, here's a little bit of the Anderson Pac Funk Flex freestyle. After right back your, while we're doing that. Yeah, go ahead. I got to turn down this little ad real quick. <laughs> I'll turn it back up when it goes through. Playing them off the YouTubes. And here we go. Yes, Lord, it's Anderson Pack, and I want some goddamn lugs, my nigga. Come through, Funk Flex. We out here, man. Freestyle. You know what it is, of course. Funk Flex. Anderson Pack is here. Bars is what we're about. It's going to happen today. Yes, Lord. Juanito, what's cracking, my brother? Juanito, that's how this fish grease in this motherfucker. From the door? Let the screen door open in this motherfucker, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me see a show this word. Yeah. Check one, two. Mm. Yes, Lord. God damn it, I did damage on my last shit. Pop champ with some of the greatest in the gambit. Pop tags off a of Debra Dan sweatpants in my bucket cap. Got me looking like Jam Master J. Big bands, I was throwing up at Magic, but how I went from getting dances to giving counseling. Bitch told me I'm pretty as Zoolander. Play the drums better than a Nick Cannon flick. And I say there has never been another in hip hop till I came that could spit and play the drum kit at the same entertain. If there was, let me know, bitch, I wait. Is that your chick? Is she a thought? Is that your man? Is he a cop? What's your plan when that capping for the gram get you not? I can never wish prison even on my biggest op. I just hope you niggas saving a good lawyer costs a lot. I was just 16 in the F-150. Juice off a new state prop in the rock. Look it up. Look. Where was you today to Snoop Dogg beat the murder case? Hallelujah, baby. I'm saying any given moment we could lose it, baby. I'm just living like the days before the crucifixion. And to be honest, after watching our Kelly shit, I'm trying to teach my nieces to be celibate and really patient. And, uh, that's enough, bro. I don't want to blow. I ain't feeling y'all niggas, I'm uncomfortable. What's killing my nigga that's spinning now? And I don't wanna pull up on no more funerals, cause I'm miserable. And ain't it some shit when your pocket's dumb rich, but it's still a slum village? And you look around and everything's changing? Well, at least I'm with the niggas that I came with. And they wonder why I speak this way. And they love me because I got the best teeth in the game. And I'm hungry since the day I first leaked in the egg. Screaming, skeet, skeet, I could have been a stain on my mama's jeans. I ain't a game member, but I no game, nigga. My uncle always tell me, punch him in the face quick. And don't say shit, cause that's for lame niggas. But don't forget you invented your own lane, nigga. I remember nights getting pulled over by pigs. Bright lights beaming off a hatchback. See, I got expired tags. Lights don't exist. 
trying to keep it cool it's the second day of june and it's hot enough to fry catfish living off and on with the roaches in the low income bread moldy in the fridge Jose said he's about to have a baby in two months later i say the same shit lord knows i love her but he also knows i wasn't really ready but whoever really is smartest thing i ever did take it to the offices fill out all them documents if it wasn't for my sons, I'd probably be on a long acid cotton binge. But then again, my dreams been realized. The wings was double fried. My green was stuck between the peas and kettle fries. I gave up the beef, then I gave my up the pork, part then I garnered a cosign. Of Hot 97 of interviews are how Funkmaster Flex just looks at the rapper. <laughs> That's my favorite part every time. But I'm always up on time, so roll up the smoke, la-la. Weed too potent, shit, I had to call mama. Tell her how much I love her. Cooking them home products. When the bills would pile up, cereal with the water. If Lord couldn't help us, we had hamburger helper. When you want it done right, you got to get it for yourself, huh? Juanito, is you on shrooms, my nigga? (laughs) (laughs) That was a little bit of Anderson Pac on Funk Flex uh, doing his freestyle. And that was him making fun of Juanito's shitty beat selection (laughs) on that last part of it that I thought was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, those are the freestyles that we wanted to get to on the show. And um, a couple more things that I wanted to talk about before we wrapped up today was um, the other Saturday was... Uh, March 9th, um, 1997 was the day that Biggie died. No, no, notorious. So it was the 22nd (laughs) anniversary of his passing. And so I just kind of wanted to talk about for a minute how stellar and impactful um, Ready to Die uh, and Life After Death are. Because the other day at work, I mean, I've listened to both of those a million and a half times. The other day at work, I just decided to go all the way through, start with Ready to Die from the first skit down to the last one of the second album on Life After Death. And that shit to me is like watching a movie in my head, man. Like you the can start f- that in the beginning and it's like it, he paints such a vivid picture and like from the skits to everything that he does, bro, like from the first skit with like it starts off with him being born, you got the Curtis Mayfield playing in the background, Diddy's like playing his dad in the skit or whatever, to them like robbing the train and then it goes into like things done change. And then the final track on the album is Suicidal Thoughts. And then Life After Death starts off with, like, Suicidal Thoughts and him being in the hospital and recovering from it. Like, it's so fucking good, it's, man. Like, I love concepts other, like that, man. It's so I think good. the only feature he had on Ready to Die was what? Method Man? Method Man yeah, was on. And uh, the what? Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. The, I think you're right. Yeah. I think that was the only feature. I used feature. to get pills on that bitch. Yeah. Now I throw <laughs> shields <laughs> on that dick to yeah. stop me from the HIV <laughs> yep. shit. Yeah, yep. yeah. And then. Um, was it Sky's the Limit? That was. Was that, that was on, Man? That's on Life After Death. No, that's 112. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know that was um, on Life After Death. I just forgot the feature that was on. And there's so many people on that, too. 112 is on that. Too Short is on that. I mean, there's. like Let me pull up Life After Death, actually, on my. Um, oh, Apple hey, music. quick shout out since we're here. Uh, shout out to Rick from uh, Grove Studios right here. He actually just walked in. Hey, what's up, Rick? <laughs> um, yeah, that album is absolutely flawless to me. Um, they pull up Life After Death because there were some other uh, features on there. Jay-Z's on there, of course. Oh, my God, Love the Doe. is probably one of the dopest songs ever. What's B? I mean, not. I mean, that's when you get your first little taste of Mace. Where they brought Life him after back Death in came there. out like right after, right after he died, right? Right before he died. Oh, right before he died. Right yeah, before yeah, he yeah, died. Okay. So they were like, yeah, he didn't see the release because they had right, just dropped right. the single to going back to Cali, and they were out promoting it in uh, in Cali, and that's yeah. when like the whole East Coast West Coast beef was yeah. in full force, and he got shot so leaving the club that night. It was a few night. months after Tupac died, which is interesting, that, yeah. dude. Because so Netflix, I didn't like. I kind of wrote the show off when I first heard about it. 
Um, what show? It's called Unsolved. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's called Unsolved: The The Murders of Biggie and Tupac, and it's it's not a docu series. It's actually like a scripted sitcom type show. Did they? Was that the one with Johnny Depp? They didn't like release. No, I think he was supposed to be. I think he's making like an investigative documentary. Because they, or some shit I don't like think that. that's happening anymore. It's not because he pissed off a director or something. Like oh, really? That. I forgot what happened. Well, this one's like a show, anymore. show, dude, okay. and it's got like a bunch of people in it. It's got like uh, Bookie Woodbine is one of the actors in it who I love. He like killed it on season. I think it was like two of Fargo. He was like one of the best characters on there. It's got Wendell Pierce who was on The Wire and okay. Treme. And there's a bunch of you know the um, one of and always sunny. What's the what's the weird ass uh, guys? The, the Mc, o- o- Poyles. Poyles. Oh, the main <laughs> McPoyle, dude. He plays the like the lead detective. Uh, oh, Doyle so, McPoyle. So basically, what it is the show is the show centers centers around the two times they investigated Biggie's murder. So it starts off in 1997 with the the one cop investigating it, and he started believing that it was police involvement. And as soon as he brought that to the feds saying that he thought the police were involved, he was taken off the case, and eventually just, uh, actually, he eventually just quit the police force because he was so disgusted by the fact that they were trying, that he thought they were trying to cover it up. Well, anyways, the case lied dormant for almost 10 years, and in 2006, um, they started a new task, a new task force where they investigated it again, and, um, that's kind of what the show centers around. And it's I'm I'm hooked, dude. The guy that plays Tupac looks exactly like Tupac, and the dude that plays Biggie doesn't look exactly like him. Is that, but your, he is that Jamal exactly Woodward, like, like the guy who always plays Biggie? Uh, no, 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 it's not okay, him. No, it's right. not him. It's not the guys that play Biggie or Pac in the movie. I'm gonna say it's Jamal Woodward was like the, he was Biggie in both mo- Tupac and his in Biggie's movie. Yeah, no, it, it's really solid, bro, and it's really got me hooked in. Like, um, yeah, I think it was originally on USA, but the first season now is on. Uh, the Giant Depp oh. movie is was pulled. It was called City of Lies. City of Lies. Why did it get pulled? Does it say here? Read, scroll down a little bit. Let's see what we got here. Um, but yeah, the, that show is on Netflix now. I think it started on USA. It's on Netflix, and it's kind of weird. Like a lot of like the network TV now, you can like curse on it because there's lots of f bombs and shit. You can't and, say like, you can't say fuck, but you can they say, say shit. fuck a whole lot on the show. Remember that and, episode? Uh, Mr. Robot does too, and that show's on USA. You remember that episode of South Park where they had like the counter of how many times <laughs> how many they said times shit? Say shit? <laughs> I think it's just starting to get more lenient with it. Like I think like um like I know like Sons of Anarchy is like pretty much yeah. was pretty much porn at yeah. one point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in certain parts it definitely was. Um, I think on network on some of the stations, I think it's maybe FX. Certain time, FX. FX, FX gets US, away with so USA much. Now, even too, that that show's on USA, so it's pretty crazy that it has that on there. Um, but yeah, that's a really good one and. I think um, that's worth checking out. Um, but anyways, since we got the guys here, do you want to just wrap it short and uh, and kick the next? We get because I wa- I did want to talk briefly, but these ones are going to be kind of more long winded. Uh, What's the topics? Topics. I want to talk about vaccinations, bro, because I've been hearing a lot of cases of measles we can, we coming. We can say up. that next. Yeah, week. we're doing that next <laughs> week. And I also wanted to talk about um, the difference between. Uh, passion, your, your passion and your job, like what defines us as people? Because I know a lot of people are like what they do for what they're passionate about doesn't obviously always make them money. And, you know, they got to work other jobs in between. And so I kind of wanted to discuss jobs versus what we're passionate about. Kind of like how we do this. This is our passion, but we don't really get paid much for it. But I just we, got royalties <laughs> off. Be careful. Be safe. Like exactly. Yesterday. Exactly. So, so yeah, so we'll, ever, we'll push yeah. those two to the next um, next podcast and uh wrap this one up and the song that i wanted to play um to wrap this up was a little dedication to my buddy dan who i feel real bad for right now um 
Your roommate, Dan? No, what he's you? not my roommate, okay. but Dan's one of my best. Dan and Nora are two of my best friends. They live right down the street here in Plymouth. And Dan's had this dog, Jane, um, since I've known him. I mean, the, do- the dog was eight or nine years old. And they just had to put Jane down today. And Aww. I feel so bad for him, man. Losing your first pup is always something hard to go through. I don't know why, like... It hits Dog, you, dude. Like animal deaths so sad, are dude. so much more, are, are so sad to me. It like, makes me feel so movies sad. movies and stuff like that, like uh, I Am Legend, for instance. Oh, my God. Uh, that was the worst part in I Am Legend. That made me so sad. But, um, no, but Jane was Jane was in pain. I was over there on Thursday, and she had lost a lot of weight and was getting real skinny, and they think that it might have been something in her brain. Oh, but um, I just want to send some love out to Dan, Nora, and Shay. We love Shay. you guys. We love you guys. Um, this is the Velvet Underground Sweet Jane. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Peace. Standing on the corner Suitcase in my hand Jackson's corset, Jane is in her vest And me, I'm in a rock and roll band huh. Riding the studs back at Jim You know, those were different times all, all the poets, they studied rules of verse And those ladies, they rolled their eyes